This is Tom Sissom. I'm a reporter with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette here in Fayetteville. I'm here today to talk about recycling in Northwest Arkansas and ways it might be improved and possibly expanded to benefit the local economy. I'm here with uh, Dan Holtmeyer, who's with the Northwest Arkansas Council, and with Robin Reed, who's with the Boston Mountain Solid Waste District. Dan, if, if you're agreeable, we can start with you. The council commissioned a study that was released last year focusing mainly on recycling and reuse and what they term the circular economy. Can you give us some basic details on what the recommendations coming out of that study are? Yeah, uh, so, so like you said, um, uh, the council commissioned that study after, after making recycling and, and waste management uh, you know, a piece of its regional development plan. Um, and, and the recommendations of it uh, included things like improving regional coordination uh, among all of the cities and recyclers, you know, the haulers and the, and the, and the companies actually processing, processing the materials themselves uh, and the waste districts, just basically bringing everybody to the same table. Uh, uh, other recommendations were hiring a guy like me, basically, a, a, someone to be the, the point person for all of that uh, coordination and communication uh, to, to try to get things actually moving. Um, and a couple of the others were basically to try to improve kind of the data and transparency side, you know, to actually compile this information about what's recycled and how much and sharing it widely, sharing it with the public. Um, and, and, and improving uh, public outreach and education, you know, just try, trying to help folks know more about how to recycle, how to recycle better, uh, how their systems work, um, and, and, and things along those lines. Okay. I know you've had a meeting with the boards of the, the two solid waste districts in Northwest Arkansas, Benton County and Boston Mountain. Who else have you met with and, and where does that part of the process stand right now? What kind of feedback have you been getting, if any? Well, feedback, as far as I know, has been has been great. Um, even, you know, from from the biggest cities of the area to the, the little towns, people people know that recycling could be better and, and should be better, and they, and they want it to be. Um, <clears throat> I, I've been talking with uh, different mayors and, you know, other city officials, you know, whoever's kind of in, involved with the recycling contractor or whatever in their town. Uh, so I've been talking with literally dozens of, of uh, mayors of uh, uh, with companies that have their own little recycling company like Pack Rat, Pack Rat in Fayetteville uh, kind of has their own miniature collect, collection station uh, to, to try to help people uh, recycle different materials. So talking with folks like them, talking with uh, you know Mark Recycling and the companies that are involved with hauling and processing these materials. I've, I've really been talking to anybody I can think of, um, uh, and it's it's been going, as far as I know, it's been going great so far. Like you said, we had uh, we joined a, a joint meeting between the two solid waste boards. We also had a uh, more of a regional stakeholder meeting in May uh, with uh, this, with with more cities, with with mayors and and other stakeholders, and we're about to have our second next month. Uh, so. Everything's kind of going according to schedule so far. Okay, I, I see you're, you're meeting with people and, and trying to get folks talking. When will the general public see anything coming out of this? 
Well, the, the first kind of public facing thing will probably be uh, the website that I'm working on, the regional uh, recycling website, which I uh, hope will be basically a, a central hub of all things recycling. Um, you can find out what you can recycle where you live and how to do it. You know, the different methods like drop off centers and curbside and, and, and everything along those lines. Uh, and then and it'll also feature kind of a regular updates and blog posts about uh, you know, highlighting local recyclers, uh, highlighting the work that people are, are are already doing and the work that they're, you know, doing next and and um, and and just highlighting kind of public events, you know, events that we'll hold, events that the cities and the waste districts hold, cleanups, uh, passing out, uh, recycling containers, you know, things like that uh, to, to try to drum up and then maintain uh, public interest and, and awareness of all these things that are going on. Do you have any idea what the current level of recycling is, or does it vary so much from one community to the next? There's there's no hard and fast numbers. Well, Robin might might be able to correct me. I don't I don't think there are uh, hard and fast numbers. You know, it could we could get kind of pounds per per capita if if we wanted, but there's just so many differences you know a lot of towns all they have is a drop-off center if 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 that and so you know folks could come in from from the whole surrounding area to drop off stuff there uh and and then a lot of that material is taken to another drop-off center um and so everything's kind of mixed together uh and and everyone's kind of doing their own thing and that and that of course is is part of the issue that i'm um, hoping to address with with all of these these projects so it's it's hard to say i mean Robin, did you want to chime in on that? No, I think I agree with what you said that, you know, this is one of those um, transparency issues that we need to improve and just identify how many residents and businesses are tr are truly participating in recycling programs within their communities. You, you'd mentioned briefly that uh, you're, you're going to try and educate people as to how they can recycle in their different communities. Are there large differences in in what you can recycle say in, in fable versus uh, siloam springs or or pea ridge or well there there can be you know there's there's kind of a core that 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 most programs share about the materials that they can take so you know just the standard aluminum cans and cardboard and 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 uh, uh the, the basic materials like that and so that that's kind of something everyone has in common but but what can vary is 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 whether anything beyond that is taken you know Fayetteville takes uh, uh, uh food scraps they have um, uh, yard waste programs composting that that other cities don't have uh you know things like that and so and and also what can vary widely is is how to actually kind of participate in that system uh whether you have curbside what you can put in that curbside uh fable takes glass and most most places uh don't uh, uh or whether you just have a drop-off center if there's even a drop-off center in your town whether you have to go to the next town over or across the county uh, so so you know there, there's 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 an overlap among all the all the programs but but how to actually do it how to actually participate in the system can can be all over the place okay if the cities are are pretty much doing their own things but they're at least doing something does that leave the rural parts of the region as as a target that the more can be done i don't know if, if robin wants to 
speak to that? Um, I think it is. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 please. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, our unincorporated areas are definitely some um, area that we would like to see an improvement in curbside services. I think most we do have recycling drop-offs available for most of our communities. Um, whether it's rural recycling or permanent drop-off locations, but curbside is an area we could see an improvement, and I think that's one of our kind of early targets that we have. Yeah, and I'll just I'll just also just say you know explicitly, I I, I definitely want to include uh, the rural and un- unincorporated areas. We don't want to leave them out of of all this, and even if even if all there is is a drop-off center, uh, there might be ways to. Uh, improve that somehow you know to, to to make sure people aren't throwing trash in it in, in some sort of way there, there's definitely uh, uh ways we can work with them too right now this study as i alluded to is kind of a, a two-phase or two-pronged approach first is the the recycling issue or aspect of it all improving that and finding out what's happening and and who's doing what the second part though is what the study refers to as building a, a circular economy. So, Dan, can you explain that to people, what, what the, the idea behind that is, how it might work, if you've got some examples? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll start with kind of the opposite, uh, uh, what, what you might call a linear economy, where, where a product is made and it's sold and it's used and then it's thrown away. And that's, and that's the end of it, you know, a straight line to the, to the landfill. So things like toys and a lot of packaging and a lot of clothing and so on and so forth would kind of fall under that model. Uh, a circular economy, uh, not to be too cliched about it, but but takes a page basically from nature. Uh, at least that's the way I think of it. I forget who who put it this way, but I just thought recently, you know, that that there is no waste in nature, uh, no matter what the material is everything can be reused everything can be broken down everything can be remade somehow Uh, uh, and so the idea is to try to bring that kind of work working to to our own economy where a product can be either just remade kind of indefinitely like aluminum cans can be melted down and remade pretty much forever or at least made into new and new things basically transformed um, into something else uh, at least once or uh, hopefully several times or even indefinitely. So that's, that's the idea with the circular economy. Now there's, there are some examples of kind of, Oh, how to put it like just tiny circular economies that already exist around here. Uh, uh, You know, the big one that, that people like to mention is, is ripple glass. Pretty much all of the recycled glass collected in Northwest Arkansas seems to go to ripple glass, which is in Kansas City. And that glass is, is then uh, uh, made into uh, fiberglass insulation and then a, a lot of uh, new bottles, like for Boulevard Brewing Company, for example. But that's kind of, you know, that obviously that involves Kansas City. Uh, I think it, I think a company in Oklahoma is also involved. So it's, it, it, it kind of takes that material away from us. In, in order to complete that circle. And so the idea that what, what we would like to see is, is, is to try to foster more of that, that same kind of system right here. Uh, and there are some examples that already have that kind of thing running. Uh, Northwest Rags is one example in Springdale. Uh, they'll, they'll take used clothing that's pretty much at the end of its life from a lot of the area thrift stores 
and then uh, wash it and, and cut it up into rags that uh, you know painters, automotive companies, restaurants, and, and so on can, can use uh, once or several times. Uh, and then some of that uh, clothing material will also go into insulation and, and, and other uses. So, so they've, they've been running for, oh, what is it? I think two decades or maybe even longer. They've had that go on. Uh, there's a, uh, a group in, uh, also in Springdale called Moisture Shield that, that takes um, uh, kind of more challenging plastic materials and, and, and can make composite decking with it. You know, so, so they've had that running. Um, uh, obviously, scrap, scrap metal is kind of a, a, a common, obvious example. I mean, several local companies have been doing that forever. Uh, and, and I can also say, you know, more companies want to come and, and do this same sort of thing. You know, one company is, is exploring the idea of a, of a local facility to, to process glass and create uh, abrasives or even construction material uh, with it. Um, uh, you know, another company wants to expand its own composting for, for food scraps. And so we, we have little circular economies already running and, and more want to come. Okay. Robin, I'm, I meant to ask you this earlier before we left mm-hmm. the, the recycling issue of it. Uh, education, expanding programs to, to recycle, better recycling. That's kind of what mm-hmm. the, the solid waste districts were created to do. So mm-hmm. where, where do you see you and, and Benton County fitting into the, the process now if, if we're going to expand and improve? Well, um, I think our job has always been there to support these programs, whether it's you know, with our education and outreach programs, helping residents and businesses find the resources they need for the various materials that they have. And then also helping kind of our smaller communities with these programs. We have a lot of partnerships and I believe both districts do, where we have a lot of partnerships with our various communities. Um, A lot of times infrastructure, you know, there's a high cost on that. And so that's, you know, and then also staffing. And so that's, partnerships we always create with our various communities um i'm not really sure you know where i don't know that's a hard question but i do see us um, continuing to build these partnerships and just expand our programs because it benefits everybody in our in our communities right i I was going to say you do have a a new for you program that you've just gotten into operation i guess with the household hazardous waste recycling can you can you tell us what that is and and how that's working yeah so our districts um, provided household hazardous waste recycling um, for actually a few decades but we recently in the last few weeks partnered with the city of fayetteville with a mobile household hazardous waste program Um, and i guess that program is in two parts one is this permanent drop-off for fayetteville in Fayetteville and it's every Thursday so this is an exciting partnership and then also a new program that we kicked off um, which is a mobile HHW collection and this is where our community various cities and communities throughout our district can host an event a collection event so we rather than asking residents to drive you know all the way across the county or to another community um, they they'll have an opportunity a few times a year to bring their, you know, automotive products, their cleaning chemicals, um, batteries, and stuff like, and sharps to this mobile drop-off 
at a, hopefully a much more convenient location. Right. Do you think that with the district being able to provide it, it's like some of the smaller cities might not mm -hmm. have it in their budget to have this kind of program, but now people can. Correct. Yeah. And that's kind of our goal with this is um, if a city isn't able, it, it is a, there is no revenue involved, or I guess revenue as far as sales or a revenue source for household hazardous waste. It's purely um, a dis recycling and, you know, safe disposal program for these, you know, chemicals and items that are identified as being potentially hazardous. So it's a pure cost to the community if they do decide to take this on. So hopefully this program will be, um, help take that burden off of some of these cities and create that service for their communities. Speaking of revenue from recycling, there's been a lot of talk in the recent past about uh, how the market for commodities, recyclables, has been down. And mm -hmm. uh, China, for instance, has stopped taking some kinds of recyclables that they did in the past accept. How much of this is driven by the ability to sell things? And Dan, you can jump in on this too. How much of this will be driven by the ability to place something back in the economy, the, the circular economy idea? Um, well, that is kind of the basic you know, purpose of recycling is to put it back into our economy. So we have to have that demand out there. Um, I, right, sorry, but, we do have, yeah. we have had, uh, you know, I guess a decline in recycling revenue, but we are starting to see an increase. So hopefully this, and we have seen an increase in demand recently, which has been really exciting because um, it's been kind of slow for the last few years. Is that yeah, and just I mean, it just like just like the economy in general, um, it, it it's it, it's something that just goes up and down and up and down, mm -hmm. um, and and that I, I think it is kind of an important factor of, of driving you know this whole initiative to to try to grow and improve our recycling because it just makes it more important to focus on you know kind of the going back to basics with the basic materials, uh, cardboard and aluminum and things things that. Um, that there is demand for and that that do sell and that can be used and and and, and uh, processed into into new things and 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 those materials have to be clean you know honestly uh, they have they have to be good materials which is um you know the whole reason that 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 china shut down a lot of the uh importing recycling is is that it was just junk it was just trash uh mm -hmm. in, in, in a lot of cases and you know i i had one hauler tell me that he, he wishes he could thank China for doing that because it, it might finally get us all to 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 recycle better, to to recycle better materials that can be reused and, and will sell. Because you know it's it's a recycling. I, I, as one person put it, recycling is a manufacturing process. It's it's uh, it's it's something that has to work financially for the companies that do it. it it's something that has to to run on its own. Um, uh, and, and have somewhere to go. So, you know, that just means good, good materials and clean materials. Mm -hmm. The study, if I remember correctly, said the contamination rate in Northwest Arkansas overall was somewhere around 28%. But it cited 
Fayetteville and Siloam Springs and I think Prairie Grove as examples yeah. where they doing it a particular way, in this case, if I remember, it's curbside recycling, was able to get that rate to 3% at Siloam Springs and below 5% in Fayetteville. Is that the kind of change you're, you're looking for, that uh, different methods? I also, when I talked to uh, Mayor Crabtree in Pea Ridge, he said they had just renegotiated a contract for solid waste and gotten curbside pickup because, as he told me, the drop-off site they had had in the city for some number of years had gotten to where people were dumping their trash there. So it, it was just, as he said, just a mess and not serving the purpose of recycling. So are you looking to change the way people are doing things, just encourage better better practices, I guess? I think it's more a better, um, it's two-part. It's um, people, you know, being better informed on what can be recycled in their, you say, in their curbside recycling container. Um, so they realize, you know, I think, well, as an example, yogurt and butter tubs um, and deli containers aren't something that's recyclable, but a lot of people just see it as a, plas- as a plastic and they want to recycle it. We call that wish cycling because that people wish they could recycle it. And even just throwing it in that container doesn't mean it's going to be recycled at the end of the day. If we don't have a market or a source to take it to, um, we can't recycle it. And so that's what creates the contamination issue. So I think it's in part, one part, you know, kind of what Dan is doing and our educators do getting that information out to um, residents and individuals in our region so that they understand what can be recycled. And then also the same individual just, you know, putting it in the correct container, you know, and doing their part. And, you know, if it's not recyclable, even if we wish it was, don't throw it in there because that's just adding to it the contamination contamination issue. Right. Yeah, I, I'll say... It's, it's not our goal to, to change what cities are doing. Um, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not aiming to uh, make everyone like Fayetteville or make Fayetteville like everybody else. This is, this is all about um, working with the, the systems that we have in place and the ways that, that people want to do things and seeing if we can work together a little, a little more, a little better, uh, get people to, to, to be better at, at, at using it, kind of share more information about it. Just, just kind of improve what we have and, and see if, if, if people are interested in, in, in trying new ways to, to help them do that. But, 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 but we're, I'm not here to, to boss people around, so I'll, I'll say that much. Right. Yeah, um, and I agree. Um, we're not here to make everybody a cookie, cookie cutter recycling program. We're here to enhance and support what works for each community. Okay. Dan, is there, you mentioned your, your, planning for another stakeholders meeting is it next month yeah it'll be uh july 20th actually okay is there any sort of timeline or schedule or checklist you can say we've done this we've gotten this far and we're now at this stage or is this just a process that's going to evolve on its own well, I, you know, I, I have kind of my own checklist in my job because this is a this is a cheer contract that I'm on for, and so I have certain things to hit. But at, at beyond just me, like as a region, 
we, we I don't think we do have a, a certain timeline yet, but that's but that's what that meeting next month will be to help generate. Uh, you know, the whole purpose of it is to is to try to craft a regional vision and some shared goals that we can all at least point to, even if we don't all get there at the same time or, or get there the same way. Uh, just to have some kind of shared blueprint on on where we think recycling can and should go as a region, uh, and so so we're one we're going to be we're inviting all the cities and and the haulers and other stakeholders you know community advocates uh, to put together a timeline you know short term goals long term goals uh, diversion goals from the from the landfill you know whatever whatever we can put together that's that's the idea for that. Okay. Now, Robin, I, I didn't want to let you go without asking you to, to share with our listeners a story you told me about uh, how things that are recycled locally are taken to a company which reprocesses them. You you know the one I'm talking about? I think so. Are you talking about our paper? That, Yes. Yeah, okay. So um, most of the paper, and I think there's a lot of different facilities in our region do this, use the same source because it is regionally so close for us. So um, our sorted office paper that we collect at our drop-off and then from various communities goes to Georgia Pacific over Muskogee. And so this is one of those, I think, circular economy things that we everybody can recycling um, options that people can jump on right now. So our office paper, when it's sent over to that mill is made into items such as Mardi Gras napkins, um, sparkle paper towels, and then angel soft tissues. So that's something we can find in a lot of our stores here in this area, hopefully. So when you're at your grocery store, um, it's always a good option on buying those brands because then you're help closing the recycling loop right. and supporting circular economy as well. So. Right. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Do, do either one of you have anything that you would want to, to volunteer to our listeners while we're on the subject here? So I guess something I might like to th throw in or add, because this I think will help enhance all our recycling programs as we move forward, is um, our business recycling audits that our district and Benton County are now performing. So we've always done these in the past, but this is something we're really focusing on for the next year or two. And this is just to help, you know, the various businesses in our region to identify some of the materials they have and to figure out how they can divert those. And, you know, a lot of times there's cost savings associated with it for them, and then we can find some resources for it. So that's, you know, I think something we can help to close this recycling loop as well. And so, so a business that is interested in, in getting that service they would need to mm -hmm. contract contact you or Benton County. Correct. Okay. Yes. Right. Dan, have you got anything last second that you want to say? Oh shoot! I had something. <laughs> it went out of my head. I'm sorry. No, I. I um, I'm just excited to to work on this. Uh, um, uh, this website is going to be really fun, and and, and I'm, I'm hoping to engage the public as much as I can, uh, you know, to have tools for anybody in their church or their club or community organizations if they want to uh, learn more about recycling or, or have recycling at, the, at their own places. Um, I, I really want to work with anybody who's interested to, to figure that out. So when will the website go live? 
Well, it, it, if, if everything goes to schedule, it should be up by the end of July. Okay. Do you want to tell people what the the website address is? Oh yeah. Um, so uh, it'll it should be nwarecycles.org. That's kind of the uh, the brand name for this whole effort, uh, at least on the part of the council, is NWA Recycles. Okay, short and to the point. Yeah. Okay. I, I appreciate both of you being here today to help us out with this. Uh, again, this is Tom Sissom with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat, Democrat Gazette with Dan Holtmeyer with the Northwest Arkansas Council and Robin Reed with Boston Mountain Solid Waste District. Thank you both very much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you, Tom.